This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. You might assume we're both good at presenting to a live audience because of this podcast. But at the end of the day, when we record, it really feels like we're just talking to one another. Presenting information in person in a formal setting to a large audience is something that still makes us really nervous. To prepare for a live speaking event we're hosting together, we turn to our masterclass subscription to not only refine our presentation skills, but to build our confidence in a different kind of public speaking capacity. Between Robin Roberts, Hillary Clinton, and Kevin Hart's expertise, our confidence skyrocketed. This year, learn from the best to become your best with Masterclass. Don't just talk about improving. Masterclass helps you actually do it. Masterclass offers over 180 world-class instructors. So whether you want to master negotiate with Chris Voss, think like a boss with Martha Stewart, or plan your dream wedding with celebrity event planner Mindy Wise, Masterclass has you covered. There are over 200 classes to pick from, with new classes added every month, like our latest aha moments from Robin Roberts' effective and authentic communication class that we watched before our event presentation. She taught us how to establish a genuine connection with the audience from the start. I'll always be a little nervous before presenting, but Masterclass prepared us in a way that dialed my nerves down and gave me tools to ground myself. Plus, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so there's no risk. And right now, our listeners get an additional 15% off an annual membership at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Get 50% off right now at masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Masterclass.com slash shrinkchicks. Welcome to Shrink Chicks. I'm Emily Beerley. And I'm Jennifer Chaikin. And we're licensed marriage and family therapists and owners of the therapy group. We're on a mission to make therapy and therapeutic topics more relatable and accessible. So stay tuned, because in order to grow yourself, you gotta know yourself. Welcome actually back to Shrink Welcome back. We can finally say it. We can finally say three weeks off. How was your three weeks off? I was with you the whole time. <laughs> we were doing, because we were working on our e-course. Yes. Well, a lot of things have happened in three weeks, and one is a kind of a cool announcement. Should we tell everyone? Tell everyone. We we got picked up by Podcast Network. We are officially new members of Podcast Nation. I am so excited. I'm so excited. So it's just nice to be part of a, a community because we love we com- love community. We love community over competition, baby. Love it. We are so in. Uh, for it. So we're super excited. You'll hear more about that in upcoming weeks. But the one thing we're going to be fully transparent about is we're you're going to hear a few ads. Yes, and you know because we want to keep providing free content for you guys. But have to get paid eventually yeah. somehow. So here's the deal. Because we're getting with- burnout otherwise. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to be completely honest. So here's the deal with ads. It's going to be fully transparent. It's going to be 100% things that we first vet and know about and only products we actually use. But we're going to have some ads. You'll know. You'll know. It'll be pretty <laughs> obvious. It's going to be real obvious, guys. So, okay. But you want to know what... Do you know what's kind of cool is this? Let's transition this into our topic for today, which is about the shoulds of life. Because there's a part about we think we should do a certain thing. We should never have ads. We should we should always do this. Mm, We should always do this. Transition now. I mean, well, it's a hard thing when when your job is yourself and your education and knowledge. That you're the product. That's and I really struggle with that. Us being the product. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Because I'm not. I would like to give you a pair of earrings. 
in in <laughs> right. <laughs> I would like there to be an exchange of goods, but there's no exchange. I of mean, goods. we did also get a cricket. So oh shit, we did get a cricket. Listen, if you guys don't even know about crickets, I am officially a Pinterest mom. Yes. I also made my daughter's pancakes the other day, little hearts. I sent you a picture of it, Jen. No, you sent me the the Mickey like, Mouse. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, did also I don't do. know. <laughs> I always, you know what I think? She's not my, eating us. I think to myself do. a lot. I think, how does Emily have this much energy? ADHD. It's really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have it's a, some? It's the perfect combination of ADHD, anxiety, and then a little bit of depression and knock it's me like down. Really, I would really appreciate if you could just send some my way. Mine's more just like yes. I'm tired. Yeah. And I was, I was. You're actually, just you're like basically all downers. I'm a lot of uppers. Yeah, I am. I am just. I need a nap constantly. You need a lot of naps. Yeah. I yeah. was actually diagnosed with hypo tiredness like i swear I, no no it's, it's some I, I got a sleep study and whatever it was it translated into hypo tired you're just very tired i okay. swear to god i i probably could have given you that diagnosis anyway but, but, but i can transition this one because i think we have a lot of ideas about you yes. should get a certain amount of sleep yes or how about you should number one thing people wrote in i should have children or Oof. I should, or I should know that I. Want I got to hit be, with that one, right? I or I should know that I want to be a mother. Mm. I think that a lot of people are there, especially with like this current climate of everything. There's this ongoing thing about like I, I should sh- just know. I should just know, and it's the same thing in relationships. Like okay, I, I was, should. Yes, I should know that this like this person is my person. Okay. Full, yeah, full transparency. No. <laughs> <laughs> Before I even ask the question. But I have to say, and he he would find, I, okay, ask the question so people know what you're saying. Okay, so I'm just reading your mind. Is, have you ever fully been sure of your person? No, but my, I have to say, my husband tells me when he met me, he knew he was going to marry me, which is really nice. But I'm like, is that how? true? Yeah, I, how did he know? How did you know? Also, I'm not into that. Like, you didn't even know me. He just thought you were really cute. That right, exactly. You had a like, nice tushy. That's right. A nice tukus. Back then, my good tukus. My tukus. My tukus. Nice tukus. Nice okay. Um, but it's it's true. People have the same thing. Of I I should know that I want to have children. I should know that I want to get married and have by thirty. That was a I the amount of people that wrote in a specific age about marriage by thirty. Where did we all get that idea from? I think yeah. I, that I I think it's the generation above us. Yeah, I guess got you're married right. very young. That's got to also be, don't you feel like that's also location-based? Because mm. if you're in New York and mm. you're not married at 30, I think that's normal. Absolutely. Well, right? I also, I also have and to say. And typical. I think it, too, depends on, like, your group of friends, too, wow, right? Great point. Like, there well, are so what some... you're surrounded by. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so if you're, if all of your friends are getting married, there's, it's going to feel like so much more pressure. Like, yes. oh, I got to, you know, I got to get this going. Like, what am I going to do? I can't go out by myself, which you absolutely can. Yeah, you totally can. <laughs> you totally but can. But it doesn't feel like that, right? It doesn't feel like that. But I think that it's who you're surrounded by. There's a lot, like, systemically, yeah. there's a lot of pressure around you. And then I think some people are getting actual pressure from their parents and family members, right? So one of my best friends you know who i'm going to be talking about she's been with her boyfriend on and off they had a long time of breaking up in between but since high school they met when they were 14 working at a laundromat this person will never i'm talking about and um they don't currently have kids and one of the biggest things she's dealing with is her family brings up 
them not having children a lot. Wow. Wait, so does she not want to have kids? No, I think that they... But they, it's just a lot of pressure around it's just, it. It's just, they're still working out yeah. parts and dynamics of their marriage of how children are going to look. And that's the thing is, like, there's no perfect time to have a kid, yeah. but we all get forced into, like, following this chronological bullshit thing. Yes. And so that can make it incredibly difficult when actually bringing kids into a dynamic, it really changes things up a lot. Well, and I think I think it's important to talk about why the shoulds could be bad, right? Because... Mm. What it's doing is yeah. it's pushing an idea on you that might not fit for what it, for your life. And it might not be what you want for your life, might not be what you want for your family. Yeah. But that's why we wanted to bring this topic to light because that's why it can be problematic in our yeah. lives that we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to do things that maybe we don't want. Yeah. So let's start first. But one of the best ways you can start to figure out things about the shoulds is whose voice are you hearing? Right? When I have that little voice inside myself, oh, you better hurry up. You're going to... Whose voice are you hearing? For me, it's approval. The voice that I hear is about other people's approval. Mm. Because I'm a recovering people pleaser. And I really want people to like me. (laughs) (laughs) And so I, for a very long time have felt like if people liked me and approved of me, then like it said something about my worth. Right. So for me, a lot of my shoulds have been about like following like this one right direction. And I even think that professionally comes up, right? So like get the do the hours, get the license, go to the next step. And we've kind of talked about sometimes a part of therapy, it's a little pyramid schemey. It is. You got to pay to go to the next level to become a supervisor. We could do a whole episode on that, (laughs) but we probably shouldn't. We shouldn't. We should. (gasps) Okay. This is such a great opportunity. Also, can we insert some sort of like dun 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 if we we say should or something? Well, ask Ben. Ben, Ben, our new editor. Ben. He'll be in. He'll be doing it. He'll be. Hey, so, okay. But so then let's talk about that. So Mm -hmm. in that moment when you said, but we shouldn't. Yes. For me, that was a place of fear. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that, that should was a fear should. I think that my, because yours is approval, I think a lot of mine comes from fear. Okay, will you talk more about that? Yeah, well, I think, because uh, I'm thinking, because we're talking a lot about shoulds, but I think we also talk about shouldn'ts, right? Mm. Like, we need to also, we're shoulding all over ourselves. <laughs> I'm saving that one. So it's such a good one. It's good. I'm not, such a, okay, such a dad joke. Yeah. Um, but I think shouldn'ts are also a big thing to talk about because... I think that for me, that comes from a lot of fear. I shouldn't be doing this. I shouldn't. And I think, too, if I'm just thinking about my own family dynamic, that I have heard that a lot from my mom, who is like, you know, stay in a certain box as a woman. Mm. Um, And so I think that there's a lot of fear around like, okay, well, what if you get outside that box? Like, what if you do things? Like, I was always told, I don't know if, if you had this experience, but. I shouldn't get certain piercings or I shouldn't get tattoos because no one's going to hire me. <laughs> and also, Emily got a beautiful tattoo. As I pull up my arm of but my, the, but this, my, this new, is, my new huge beautiful. tattoo. But this I, is, So my mom never said that. She just looked at me with complete disdain. <laughs> I'd come home with those piercings. I've also had every color hair under yes. the sun, and I've had, like, every piercing. I think my mom just holds her mouth shut, but I know she hates it. So so we were getting messages in different ways well, about what you should and shouldn't do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, We right. both have Jewish mothers. Oh, right. 
So, like, there's also a part of, like, yeah, like, what having tattoos as a Jewish person is. Right. But it's an example of, like, how, like, you know, your family will say or people will say to you, oh, you need to do things in a certain way. Otherwise, something bad's going to happen. Yeah. Right. And so I think that that, for me, at least, has created a ton of anxiety about doing things. I mean, this podcast, right? <laughs> The scariest thing you've ever done. The most terrifying thing. And I recorded um, a thing on our Instagram recently. I was like, I am ready to go. We took a nice break. I get up to this morning. I'm like, shit. I got to do this. I got to do this. But but the more that I challenge the shoulds and the shouldn'ts, mm-hmm. the more I am stepping outside of my comfort zone and accomplishing things that feel right for me. Right? Like if you were to make a list of how fear has gotten in the way of your life, right? What are the things that you haven't done due to fear? And, like, I think that's a really good activity. You can even pause this podcast right now and make a list and come back to us. Oh, I love that. Right? That, like, you know, what are the things your fear and the shoulds have kept you from? Another thing I wanted to mention, and I was thinking this, and I don't know how on topic it is, but I'm still going to say it. Like, when I'm working with couples, and I'm like, okay, so what would you want differently? Mm. And their response to them is, here's what I don't want or here's what you shouldn't do. As opposed to, like, what do I want? Mm. What feels right for me? Like, we're, we can like we can identify what we don't want. What we like, don't want. I, and, okay, hey, hey, here's a question. Do you also think maybe people don't say what they want because if they say it out loud and don't get it, what it's, happens? Yeah. That's a, there's a lot of disappointment there. Right? So if I say, okay, here's an example. I'm starting to think about somewhere like, let's say you make the decision you want to like open up your marriage. Yeah. You want to invite another partner in or something. Right. right? So instead of saying like, well, what I don't want is for us to hate each other. Okay. What do you want? <laughs> and the fear is that saying, well, maybe I would like another partner or maybe I'd like for sex to be more adventurous or yeah. more creative or different in some way. I think and sex is a big one that sex, is really challenging I think for sex people to is talk about. Huge with shoulds. I think so too. Well, I also think it's not necessarily i mean it is that people struggle to express what they want i think or i think people also struggle with knowing what they want because mm. i think that we're yeah. not necessarily socialized to be like especially for women we're not socialized to be like well what do you want we're always thinking about others oh shit so then if you start saying it right if you start actually saying out loud the things that you truly want in your life, what happens? Right. So, like, let's say, because we can't even say how many people, we should have counted how many people wrote in and said, have, know that I want to be a mother or, or have children. Yeah. So, if you were to say out loud, I don't want children or I truly don't know if I want to be a mother, what happens? If you do the things you think you shouldn't, what will happen in your life? And for a lot of us, I think it's about that fear of also loss of relationships. Ooh. Yeah, there's a fear of abandonment. Absolutely, right? If I say these things. Because, like, if you think about it, when we, like, really think about, all right, so this goes into, like, 19, like, 40s John Bowlby's work, work on attachment of the, of the gorillas. Yes. You remember what I'm talking about? And right? Mary Ainsworth. And, well, right? So that's going to name, we're just going to psychology <laughs> name drop right now. Okay, so, but if you go to, like, John Bowlby's research, I don't wonder if I'm saying that name right. It no, you matter. are. You totally are. It's fine. He's a man. <laughs> um, we can get it wrong for once. And um, so what it was, was like they had these like baby little chimpanzees, little baby babes, and they put them in with the, this one mama chimpanzee that was like fake, but was covered in fur and was like um, soft and It was like cozy. a wire. Yeah. And then there was a wire one, but yeah. the wire one had food. Yeah. The soft, cozy one did not yes. have food. And time and time and time and again, the gorilla's 
kicked the one that was soft and cozy that did not have food mm. over the wire one that did. They need comfort. They need that comfort. Which, which tells you that literally as human beings, when we talk about needs in life, community and comfort and attachment is bigger than food. Wow. I mean, we could go into our whole discussion about the handmaid's tale from last night, but <laughs> that could take us down a rabbit hole that we won't get out of. Yes, yes. Which we maybe we should do an entire episode of the handmaid's we, tale. Oh, if you please. watch the handmaid's tale, we want to hear. Did you watch the first three episodes and binge watch them in one night the way that Jen and I did obsess- obsessively? But- I was up until three AM. <laughs> I'm fine. You're fine. I'm fine, guys. And speaking of shoulds, I always feel like I should have my hair down, but you know I only want to wear my hair in a top nap. It looks gorgeous. Thank you. And the best way to wear my hair in a top knot is 100% like the do edit scrunchies. I'm obsessed with them. I love them. The scrunchies that Caitlin Brister sent us. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, after so we, we were like, on her podcast. Yes. Which was, by the way, like for us was like a huge deal because we've always been a huge fan of her. But not just that, like the way that they have designed this company, the fact that it's, you know, it prioritized sustainability. It's made in North America. Um, it's sourcing environmentally friendly packaging, working with ethical local factories. Like it's just a really good product, not even in quality, but just ethically. Yeah. And also I know, you know, I've talked, I've talked to you, Emma, about this a lot, but um, my hair is very thin. I have been on a hair journey to try to grow my hair out because oh, it's been like a source, like that's a, that's a tender that's subject for you. Totally tender, very insecure about my hair. But anyway, I have to say these scrunchies are incredible because usually I have to wrap scrunchies around my hair like eight times in order to get them to hold up. And then eventually it rips out my hair with the do edit. I only have to wrap it around twice. There's something about it. It really holds my hair up. Um, and then it does not rip my hair out when I'm trying to take it out of my hair. And I could use every piece of hair that I have. <laughs> Wait. And also I'll say that they have also these amazing barrettes too. And, um, Millie, my daughter wears the Goldilocks barrette set obsessed and it looks so adorable on her. Adorable. So say goodbye to bad hair days with do and spice up your daily wardrobe with a fun scrunchie or hair accessory. Use our one-time code shrink chicks for 15% off your first purchase with them at doedit.com and subscribe to their newsletter. All newsletter subscribers get early access and front of the line priority with exclusive access to shop all of their drops first do it anyone else feeling like the mental load of making dinner the planning the shopping the prep figuring out the timing it's a little heavy to carry huh same that's why i am so grateful for hungry root the food quality simple recipes true tastiness and delivery right to my door is truly a game changer when getting started you take a fun short quiz and hungry root will get to know you what you like to eat and more Then they'll build you a personalized cart with all your grocery needs for the week and give you delicious recipe recommendations to put those groceries to use. So you can sit back, relax, and offload the many steps of meal planning. Each order is fully customizable so you can take their suggestions or choose anything you want. They've got fresh produce, high-quality meat and seafood, healthy snacks, smoothies, sweets, ready meals, kids' snacks and meals, vitamins, supplements, much more. My favorite item from my latest box was the honey citrus chopped salad, lemon pepper chicken, and the four cheese tortellini. You gotta try it for yourself. Everything from Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's gotta taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. Right now, Hungry Root is offering Shrink Chicks listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. 
Just go to HungryRoot.com slash ShrinkChicks to get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash ShrinkChicks. Don't forget to use our link so they know we sent you. Did you know that billions of plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles end up in landfills every year? I used to contribute to that waste, constantly buying single-use plastic cleaning products without giving it much thought. But then I discovered Blue Land, and it has been a game changer. Blue Land has helped me eliminate the need for single-use plastic and the products I reach for the most. They are reinventing cleaning essentials. Their approach is simple yet revolutionary. Refillable cleaning products with a sleek design that not only looks great on your counter, but also reduces plastic waste significantly. What I love most is the convenience. With Blueland, I never worry about running out of cleaning supplies or lugging bulky bottles from the store. From hand soap to toilet bowl cleaner to laundry tablets that each smell incredible, all Blueland products are made with clean ingredients you can feel good about. I was blown away when I received my first Blueland order. I immediately filled the bottles with water and their tablets, which was so easy to try everything out. And the ingredients are clean, the scents are refreshing, and the packaging is just so cute. Blueland is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine. If you you're ready to make a positive change for the planet without sacrificing cleanliness or convenience, Blueland has you covered. Blueland has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash shrinkchicks. You won't want to miss this. Blueland.com slash shrinkchicks for 15% off. That's blueland.com slash shrinkchicks to get 15% off. So, um, but okay. we, wait, we got so off topic. What? Well, no, but I think it goes into the fact that like our what we fear- want. Our fear is versus if we, our shoulds. Our fear is that if we don't do these things people want from us, if we don't do this, what happens to the comfort attachment in my life? Right? There's reje- will, there could be rejection. Rejection. If I don't have kids, how will my parents handle it? How will my partner handle that? How will people see me? How will people in my community see me? Well, and you know, as someone who is child-free by choice, but you're surrounded by a lot of moms now. Oh, yeah. Everyone is pregnant. So what's that like for you? Because isn't there a part of feeling like there's sometimes you don't have something? You're not going to talk about sleeping cues right? and baby-led weaning. I, I, here's the thing is that I'm not fully there yet. Like okay. I still have. Because they're so little. Yeah, they're so, exactly. Um, but I'm prepared. I am fully prepared. Okay, so can you tell me how you prepare yourself? I think that would be important for people. Absolutely. So I've been preparing myself my entire life for this. Because you've known. I have known. Um, and were you always just hoping your brother had a kid? Yeah, he will. Oh, will he? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the plan. Okay. Okay. Um, and so I have always, even when I was a kid, I struggled to like other kids. So (laughs) I kind of knew that. You know what? But you're like great with my kid. Well, I love your kid. That's the thing is I love my friend's kids. Yeah, you're so, so much. Good with I Millie. love You're her. very funny with her. I know. And we sing together. It's yes, really you nice. Do. Well, it's different when they're not your kids. Well, no, but I mean, you kind of like kids now a little bit. Kids that aren't mine. <laughs> but, but if you saw like a kid at like the grocery store, you wouldn't care about that kid. Absolutely. Okay, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the fact that it's half you. Yeah. Well, some people genuinely hate kids. Yeah. Oh no. I like. Which is fine. Yeah, Which yeah, is yeah. that's your choice. I, I don't. Get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can be frustrating. It's like the fact that you created a human that I can talk to yeah. is so cool. Yeah. So I she just talk. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So um, and I love that. And also, I would really like if she took care of me when I was older. Yeah, I already told her she so, has to. I mean, okay, she's so, two, but yeah. So if we could put like a lot of pressure. She on She has her to. to take the care should. Of me. It's already doing it to my kids. Wow. There you go. Wow. There you go. 
So, um, right, so how you, yeah, so how you preparing yourself? The way in which I'm preparing myself is I'm thinking about it constantly. Like I understand that it might be an isolating experience when all of my friends start having children and start talking about that and that there's going to be times in which I'm not able to contribute. Yeah. And so I'm thinking about that and knowing that that's part of it. It's just going to be part of this experience. Mm. I also have to remind myself that doesn't mean my friends don't love me. It doesn't yeah. mean I can't connect with them in other ways. Um, I can go to their friends, their children's birthday parties. And... Well, also, you get to be the cool friend that we all like. Exactly. We're like, oh, well, I'll go on a vacation with you. I'll exactly. go, right? I'll, I'll have a, we had a great sleepover a few weeks ago. Right. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, it's such a good one. Yes, yeah. So I'm going to be the one that like everyone gets away with. Like okay. gets away from their All family. Right. So, but yeah, I think I'm I'm being very realistic about what these transitions are going to look like. Well, and it sounds like you've given yourself a ton of space to process it as yeah. opposed to just hoping it doesn't happen. Because that's unrealistic. Yes. And I, and I think... <laughs> and people need to... Re- we have to remember that. That like just hoping shit doesn't happen is not the most ideal coping skill. Well, I think that... And sometimes that comes out of fear, right? So if yes. I am fearful that I'm going to feel isolated in this experience and mm. I'm like, oh, I don't want to feel isolated. Like, I don't want to feel isolated if all my friends are having kids, blah, blah, blah. It's more like, okay, I might feel isolated. And that's okay, you know? Like, with transition comes difficult emotions to process. Ugh. And But the more you can process through that and accept those emotions, the easier it's going to be to get through it. So for you, what were those emotions you feel like you had to process through and you have to continuously process through? So I think, once again, I don't think I'm there yet, but my assumption of the emotions is that there are going to be times where it's going to feel isolating for me. Okay. Which is okay. I've been isolated before. Well, I'm wondering. Who hasn't? Oh, well, it's so true. But for some people, that's, like, the worst feeling, right? So, so I, And for some people, there's, like, actual trauma and emotional wounds wrapped up into isolation. Totally. where they Like, because maybe they were kicked out of a friend group or bullied or and left. Who, yes. Once again, like, who hasn't had an experience like that? And especially for those of us, it, it brings it to something. Another thing I think we don't talk about enough, we, we talk a lot about, you know, if you were yelled at a lot for kids. But we don't talk enough about if you were given the silent treatment as children. Ooh. And like what, neglect. And that, um, and exactly. And the emotional wounds that that can leave. Yes. I was just going to jump in and think, because I'm thinking about like, okay, in that isolation, like what do you do with it? Yeah. Right? Like if that, so if those emotional wounds are triggered, mm-hmm. right, there's a, there is a bunch of things you could do with it. You could run away from it and say, I don't want this. And so some people further isolate. And numb out. And numb out. And that's out. when you probably start using drugs, alcohol, eating, exactly. eating disorder, any other numb behavior. And also behavior. the thoughts that might come with that is, oh, I'm isolated because people don't like me. Or I'm mm. isolated because. And so you really have to check your own thought there. Like, no, you're isolated because this is an experience that you can't share in. Yeah. Right? And that's okay. So was there ever a time with me that you felt that isolation in motherhood? No. Okay. Well, that's. It's you just, know no, that's you have to tell true. the truth. I am. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to do that thing where you look into the camera. Like, like, like in the, is it like in, the office? In the office, like. And I hope, uh, <laughs> I wish like we could like zoom in. Should we turn this into like an office? <laughs> Only if I can be Dwight. A hundred percent you can be Dwight. <laughs> so, no, I, honestly, I have never felt that way. Because okay. also, it's not like we're in a group of moms. I guess that's true. Our, our relationship is about this business. Exactly. We don't talk about anything. Exactly. Just the bit. <laughs> We have no other life besides this. Yes, yeah, it's great. Um, but I assume that it's more like in a group setting that yes. that would be difficult. So anyway, that's a time in which instead of accepting that that those times can be difficult, I could be saying to myself, well, maybe I should have a kid yeah. so that I'm not isolated, so that I don't feel this. Okay. 
right? That could be a time in which I'm shitting myself. Yeah. But it isn't something that's right for me. And so instead of saying, oh, my God, I can't feel isolated, it's, okay, if I feel isolated, it's okay. I will work through it. doesn't mean my friends don't love me. doesn't mean I can't connect with them in other ways. Okay, let's transition over. I love this. Yes. And I still, the other second most popular thing I think I brought up is was around perfectionism. Oof. Things, I can't make mistakes. I can never mess up. I have to always be productive. I have to always know what I'm doing career-wise. That's, that, that's I mean, a huge one. Which is some imposter syndrome shit, right? Like that is yeah. perfectionism. But I think let's talk a little bit about that perfectionism because I think that that can really like, go into the shoulds. And also, there is, like, other online cultures, like, grind culture, hustle culture. Well, I also think when you're... Hustle, baby. When you're... <laughs> what are those, like, those things like... you'd buy at Hobby Lobby, the little side? Oh, it was not, like, uh... Not live, laugh, live, but, like... Hustle. Hustle. <laughs> we should get some of those motivational hustle, posts. Yeah. <laughs> like, hustle. I don't know. I'll figure oh, that's it out. A de- for me, that's a demotivator. I don't like when people tell me... Or we should get, like, demotivational. Same. Right? I hate... Like, if I, if someone's, like, trying to encourage me, right, like, if I'm working out or something and someone's, like, keep going, like, yeah, like, you got this, work harder, I'm, like, no. Yeah, no, I don't want that. No. I am going to just Wait, relax which is why on this. He, which is why we don't do that well in workout classes. <laughs> <laughs> which is why when we do hot yoga, we stay in child's pose for 90 minutes. Okay. So, we had an experience in grad school. <laughs> Where we were like, we're gonna do this ninety minute hot yoga class. We Which, are like, so... wait. To be fair, neither of us did yoga. Nope. Why did we do that? I don't know. I th- I have I think to we say, we just wanted to go to a sauna. I hate to blame it on you, but I think it was your suggestion. Was, you know, it was me. Oh my god, hundred percent, Jen. You know, it was me. It's, it's not always even, my it's dumb. N- Every bullshit thing and, you've had to do is because of me, honey. And usually I'm like, oh, shit. And then and you, you like ha- you get me like a glass I think of I wine and I'm up. like, I am in. I think Let's... I picked you up at your apartment. I was like, we're going to go to West Philly. We're going to go to this 90-minute hot deal class. And I I'm just like, really sure. good. That's how I get anything done is people yes. just force me to do it. Okay. Which, and you know, at the beginning of the class, they're always like, and if this practice is too much for you today, you can just take child's pose. We were in child's pose for probably 78 of those 90 minutes. It was too much for just us. Just laughing. <laughs> and sweating. It was and I so hot God, in there. After that first class, I never stopped sweating after that. <laughs> it was so hot in there. I'm sorry. How were people not passing out? I don't know. It was. It seemed People unsafe. were like on, on one limb. Not passing out. We were laying on it. We were sleeping. <laughs> we were sleeping. It was a nice nap, though. But I think, but that's also another funny thing to talk about, like, what I should do with workouts. Yes. Right? Like, I should, everyone else is doing it. Do I should do it. You for, do not no. have that. Well, yeah, but, uh, babe, that's thin privilege. Oof, it so is. It's totally thin privilege for you. Where I think when you're in a bigger body, it feels like you should always be trying to lose weight. And it, and. Also, anytime you work out when you're in a larger body, people are like, oh, good for you. Way to take care of yourself. It's like, what the fuck? I'm just like literally riding on a goddamn bicycle. Right. I'm like, go doing... fuck yourself. But that's like a real thing when you're in a bigger body. A hundred percent. That people, people, there's like a pressure. Yes. You should always be doing that. But I think, I think too, once again, from like all the processing we yes. do, that my workout for me is more about my mental health. Once again. How, how is your workouts going? I went for a run this morning. Oh, my gosh, you did? That's very impressive for you. In the rain. I didn't mean to say that for you. That's impressive for anyone. That's but not... I also know it's impressive for you. It is impressive for me. I am not a <laughs> Because you're not a morning person. I'm not a morning person. Yes, I'm yeah. also not a, yeah. Because I called you yesterday at 930 and you were That asleep. was because I watched <laughs> The Handmaid's Tale until 3 a.m. Please forgive me. It's because it's 6 a.m. I'm like, what are we doing? <laughs> Let's go. Okay. What so, we, but what? I think this goes into, like, but, like, part of this, like, never mess up, right? Like, 
this also goes back into some stuff we talked about in terms of our self-compassion episode mm. about people that have more self-compassion are able to see themselves who they are actually recover from mistakes much sooner than people that do not right people with higher self-esteem actually struggle to correct mistakes as opposed to people that have higher self-compassion are right. like all right fucked up keep it moving because that's the thing is that and i think that there's this mentality of if you don't do something that you set out to do okay i'm gonna beat myself up so that i do i, I do it next time or that i'm okay. able to do it here's the thing is that when you beat yourself up you're actually demotivating yourself you're making mm. yourself feel like shit. And when you feel bad about yourself, of course you're going to have no motivation. I am thrilled that the weather is finally warming up here in Philly. I went to switch out my closet the other day from my fall winter wear to my spring summer wear and noticed that I very much needed a refresh. So thank goodness for Quince that allows me to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. I refresh my closet with the high-waisted linen shorts that come in multiple colors and patterns, the comfiest cotton tees, and my latest favorite, the smocked mini dress. And don't miss out on the accessories. Quince has the coolest sunglasses and 14 karat gold jewelry to complete any look. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes, making me feel even better about my purchases. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash shrinkchicks for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash shrinkchicks to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash shrinkchicks. A really fun fact about me that you might not know is that if I let my hair dry natural, it is a frizzball mess, which is one of the many reasons I absolutely love pros. I truly never thought that I would be able to embrace my natural hair texture. Ever since I switched to a custom hair routine with pros, I've noticed so many benefits. Less frizzy hair, yes, but beyond that too. My hair is shinier, healthier, and so much more manageable. Filming the podcast every week makes checking out my hair unavoidable, and I have felt so much more confident on camera thanks to pros. Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do. The custom shampoo and conditioner combo, plus the hydrating leave-in conditioner and hair oil, keeps the frizz at bay. It also makes for the smoothest blowout. People keep asking me if I got my hair cut or went to the salon, which is, of course, the highest compliment. Pros isn't just better for you, it's better for the planet. They're certified B Corp cruelty-free and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. They even have a review and refine tool which learns from my feedback and adjusts my formula to keep up with the seasons and changes in my life. I used this feature when I moved to my temporary house in New Jersey, back to my house house post-construction project in Pennsylvania. Environmental factors like water source is something that Pros takes into consideration with their customization. So it was very cool that I had the ability to update my location. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin, and they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash chicks. So you get a free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash chicks. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash chicks. So... Instead, giving yourself the permission to be human and not be able to accomplish maybe everything that you set out in that day, that needs to be okay. Especially if you've had a long work week and you're exhausted and you can't get things done around the house this weekend, yeah. give yourself permission to rest. Yeah. You need it. 
And I think like this is a really hard one because I've heard people say like, yeah, but like I've been giving myself permission to rest and giving myself permission to treat myself like, and now I don't do anything. Right. Well, right. And, so, like, and that's all of our fears that if we start doing this, if we start letting ourselves have food freedom, have expectation freedom or cry or cry. If anything, I let myself cry, I'll, I'll never, never be able to stop. That's right? another. Very I mean, I feel this all the time, especially with people with eating disorders. If I start allowing myself to eat everything, I'm never going to stop eating. It's like the fine. It, it's like either you're in complete control or completely out of control. Yes. And so the question is, how do you find the balance? Right. That like being in complete control yeah is not feasible it's also not possible it also doesn't sound very happy no but it's very stressful but we, and we um there was a lot of feedback yesterday um decoding couples one of our one of our friends on instagram and we're gonna hop on an yeah, instagram, live, instagram with them. live with them next month but our friends they're both lmfts and they put up a really good post about parentification yes. yesterday and we're gonna do instagram. an episode yes. on that and we have an episode coming up about parentification and here's the deal about that is that like when you we when if I ask you this question right now, think to yourself, at what age should I stop being a child? Most of us are not going to answer 18. Most of us are not going to answer 16. It's going to be when I started knowing information about my parents' relationship. Maybe I shouldn't. It's when I started to have stress about our financial situation growing mm. up. It's when I started to look around and see the political climate, right? So when I ask people in session, what age do you stop? did you stop being a child? Often I hear 10 11, 12, 5, 6, yes, right? These young, young ages. And so when you have that a very adulted childhood and when you had to maybe take on more responsibility than we think children should develop, children should be able to handle developmentally, this can become very complex for then what happens. And it can lead to a lot of resentment in your adulthood, in your marriage, and in a parenting style. If I've yes. been parenting other people forever, there's a good chance I don't want to be a parent. Right, you burn out at the end of the day. If I have been always taking care of my siblings and my parents, maybe I have nothing left to give. Or if I've always taken care of them, maybe when it comes to parenting, I really struggle to let my partner in because I've been doing this for so long. You're like, I already know maternal gatekeeping. Maternal gatekeeping. Right, and it's it's, you're like, I already know what I'm doing. I've already been doing this for so long. And so, right, you are gatekeeping in your parenting. Right. And so, so, but I think this kind of perfectionism we're talking about it's it's also something that's very much um kind of supported through social media too (laughs) yeah like i will go through tiktok you know those you know those um i don't know you know i had to delete tiktok i I got unhealthy no and so but i'm noticing (laughs) i am noticing it didn't it wasn't it wasn't safe for me anymore yeah (laughs) It's you create you made this the the space safe for yourself yes. by deleting TikTok, yes. which is wonderful. Um, but when you go through TikTok, like there's those videos of like, here's my morning. Right? Oh my! Uh, wait, I can't do that. I cannot. I think about what's the morning routine. First of all, bullshit. Bullshit. Do I, I know think, my morning uh, routine? Yeah, I was just gonna say, can we <laughs> please start TikTok about our morning routine? Might be like roll around in bed for a little. I'm like, I just don't bite. If you actually do that. You know what? That's fucking amazing and good on you. And if it feels good for you, right? Like that's if you're doing great. it, it feels good for you. That's wonderful. If you're doing it to put a level of pressure on yourself because you see everyone else doing it, or on you want to hold it over other people's heads, or you want to be like, "This is what I do every morning," and it's it, it, that there's such a level of control and it's not making you happy. Yes, that's where you can question it. What was your morning routine? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so. It's excited. usually the dog. My my monstrous dog comes over. Puts his big skull in my face. Mm, and is he like, does have such a big skull. He's a huge head. <laughs> and then I hear the my toddler on the monitor saying, 
Mommy! Mom, mama, mama, mommy. Is she mom. speaking into it like a walkie-talkie? No, but it's just loud. You can, can we it. use those as walkie-talkies at some point? For sure. I could just buy us walkie-talkies. Or just bring in baby monitors. We could see. Maybe we could talk to each other yeah. from, like, different rooms in the office. Yeah, no, I don't know. We could just use a cell phone. I'm not sure. I did, I did, but I did bring in Dunkaroos today as our snack. Oh, I can't wait. I did show up to the I'm office so today with a pack of Dunkaroos. It's and going to be really my cool. present yes. after this. Yes. <laughs> so I think that, yeah, my morning. So that's my morning. It's a fucking. And I think we should do a funny. We should do our our morning routine on TikTok. <laughs> You know, no one wants to see is, this. No one wants to see it. I like laying. It's not for inspiring. Minutes, it's telling real. myself to get up. It's real. But that's why we should do it. Because, yeah. but my point is that there is such pressure around things like that, where it's like, oh, this is what I do, and there's an idea around it, like that this is what you have to do to be happy, or like this is what you do. Yeah. This is what you have to do to feel good. Remember when you did the five a.m. club because you read that book? Yep. How long did that last? I think I had COVID during it. <laughs> I think I got COVID because I wasn't getting enough sleep. Dude, what? Okay, my point was waking up in the morning early feels really good for it me. It does. I mean, like, okay, let's not lie. The productivity feels good. We love feels feeling so successful. Good. When you have a highly productive day, you're like, oh, my God, I'm the most I'm like, amazing. oh, I can, t- I can tackle anything. Yeah, so it's not a lie. You get actual positive reinforcement and endorphins from that. Like, this is but, made up. But, so I was reading, and I've talked about this. I was reading this book, The 5 a.m. Club. <laughs> and so I was waking up every morning at 5 a.m. And there were these, like, very specific things you had to do. The problem was I did not feel the same every morning, right? Like, I would mm. wake up some morning and be so exhausted your bodies aren't the same bodies every aren't day. exactly and some days you wake up anxious some days you wake up depressed some days you know like there were days where i'm like this feels great and there were days where it felt horrible and i was I mean, so especially tired. with allergies right now oh my god with allergies my mornings have been very I rough feel when you, sick. Yes. okay so and so i think that that's a great thing is like how do i help stuff how do i have that compassion and release the shoulds for each day as it comes and i think overall right like our yeah. overall message in so many different ways, is how do you listen to yourself? And we so often have gotten pulled out of that, right? The shoulds pull us out of listening to ourselves. And so the more you listen to what you want, how you feel, and ask yourself that question on a consistent basis. Yeah. I'll have some of my clients who um, aren't as in tune with their emotions, I'll have them print out a feelings chart and ask themselves every day how they're feeling. Mm, I love that. Because And very easy to find, guys. Just Google feelings chart. Google feelings chart and put it on your mirror. Yeah. Right when you're brushing your teeth, I want you to ask yourself. They also have very cute ones on Etsy. My, 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 daughter's, my daughter's playroom is surrounded by them. It's yes. amazing, yeah. right? So she'll always know how she feels. Mm, we'll find oh, out. And we'll find out. Um, but it, it creates a level of connection with yourself which I think with the outside world putting so much pressure on us, you should do this, you shouldn't do this, that it creates a level of connection with ourselves that, that we're very easily pulled away from. Mm-hmm. And that's essentially what we're talking about yes. is, is being more connected with yourself, your wants, your needs, in order to live a happier life. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's a few other things that people had said, but a lot of it was about like be more productive, study more, like this idea of like more or enough. Go to college. Which these these are very ambiguous terms. Enough, right? Did I work out enough? Did did I try hard? We hear this a lot with couples therapy. Oh my god! How often do you hear the word enough? Of like, well, how do we know when it's time to end the relationship? How do I know when I tried hard enough? Enough is an ambiguous term. It's different for everyone. It's different for everyone. There is no thing of enough. It's made up. 
And I think that that also is something, especially if you've struggled with disordered eating, that's a huge part. Oh, yeah. Yes, this, this enough notion. And I also think people so badly want us to tell them. They want someone yeah. on the outside to tell them what's enough, right? Yeah. Like people, you know, like clients will come to us and be like, can you just tell me what to do? All the time. Constantly. And like I would love to be able to just like have answers. Yeah. But it's different for everyone. You Sometimes know? I do people tell people what to do. If it's like they're dealing with a jerk boss. Or like I'll, I I'll suggest like, I'll, I'll ways help them, like, of. like write up a text. Yes. I'll like, suggest ways of like communicating. <laughs> right. Right. Because that's helpful. I, and like realistically – are we supposed to do that? Should we do that with our clients? Probably not. I mean, if we... Actually, I don't know. If we had the heads of the therapy field... Who here, are they? I don't know. They're definitely white and they're definitely men. A hundred percent. For sure. So if we had them here, they'd probably be like, no, let your clients get to it on their own. But the, right. you know what? Sometimes we just want someone to help me craft a text. Well, that's the Doesn't thing. Doesn't have to be so that- <laughs> But if we have tools to help them communicate, they yes. could use that for the future. It's psychoeducation. 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 And here's yours for the day. All right. <laughs> so listen, things you should do today. Take care of yourself. Listen to yourself. Listen to yourself. That's it. That's what you got. And everything and else, think about what's the emotion behind it. What? Why do you keep shooting on yourself? Is it the fear? Is it the approval? Like go a little bit deeper to understand that for yourself about what's keeping this moving in this direction. And once you start challenging that and recognizing people are going to be there for you and the people who aren't there for you when you're following what you want and what you need, that's okay. Maybe they shouldn't be in your life to begin with. Next week's episode, we're going to talk about the myths of uh, couples, couples therapy. Counseling. We haven't talked a ton about couples therapy, and we have one of our amazing clinicians, Nicole Lewis, licensed we're marriage so and family excited. therapist, coming on in. Thank you for being here with us Thank today. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today's episode, you can rate, review, subscribe. You can follow us at Shrink Chick, seeing one of our amazing therapists at the therapy group. And more than anything, take care of yourself. Take and care we of yourselves. Love you. We love you.